Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Hey everyone, it's the 10th episode of the Smart Home Show. Mike Wolf here. Today's guest, Leof Benzor with the Allseen Alliance. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, Mike Wolf here with the Smart Home Show. Today's guest is Laut Benzor, the chairman of the board of directors of the All Seen Alliance. And she's also the person who runs the All Join program at Qualcomm. You know, one of the things I've felt for some time is there isn't really a common standard or set of software that is universal across this thing called the Internet of Things and across the connected and smart home. You know, I've certainly been following and been involved to a certain degree with standards like universal plug and play and DLNA over the past decade, but when we look at the broader Internet of Things, you certainly have things like Wi-Fi and Bluetooth and, and the different physical layers, radio standards, but there isn't a common software connective tissue. There isn't a common software framework, and I think that's really kind of the mission to a certain degree of what Allseen is trying to do. And so I wanted to catch up with Liat and ask her a little bit about the mission, uh, what they're trying to do over there, and just try to better understand it because you know I've been following what they've been doing but it was good to catch up with her, and I hope listening to this you get an idea as well as, as what they're trying to do over there. So it's a good call. I have a better understanding of what they're trying to do. I hope you get that as well. You can find out more about them at allseenalliance.org. You can also find more Smart Home Shows at technology.fm and look for the Smart Home Show. You can also find the Smart Home Show in the usual spaces like iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. Once again, the Smart Home Show is brought to you by Next Market Insights, one of the leading intelligence firms and market research companies focused on the smart home, Internet of Things, wearables, and all those good things. Thanks again for listening. My name is Michael Wolf, and here's my conversation with Liat Benzur. Hey, well, I want to welcome Liat Benzur, the chairman of the board of directors of the All Seen Alliance, and you also run the All Join program at Qualcomm. Welcome. Thank you. Glad to be here. So tell us what the All Seen Alliance is. The All Seen Alliance is a... Uh alliance of companies from around the world representing some of the largest uh, consumer electronic companies, semiconductor companies, uh, startups in IoT, uh, retailers, industrial, everything in between, who share a common belief. And that belief is that um, it's really important to have all the different devices that are being connected be able to talk the same language. And with that shared mission, are working together to develop an open source framework that will hopefully get into all of the different uh, connected products that are coming to market. And this is an important distinction in that what you're developing is you're working on code that people can implement, open source code, 
and you're not spending uh, a bunch of time developing uh, a spec because I'm used to the world of specs where people will take years to get to 1.0, but you guys are doing something quite different. That's right. So if you take a look at uh, what's happening in most of the kind of standards bodies, if you will, today, um, there's lots of companies that get together and they, they spend months, if not years, um, defining a, a official spec. And that spec tends to be hundreds of pages of uh, documentation that then gets taken back by each company and interpreted uh, and implemented in various ways by various companies. Then all these companies bring back their products who are supposed to all be compliant to the same spec, but the spec was interpreted perhaps in 40, 50 different ways, and there's a lot of interoperability tests that have to take place in order to make sure that all of the things actually work together. In contrast, what we wanted to do was, first of all, be able to move faster. We think if you take a look at how the IoT is evolving, um, so many startups every day are talking about new products that are coming to market, be it connected smoke detectors or connected shoes or toothbrushes. And this market is just evolving extremely rapidly. We needed a technology that could evolve at the speed of, 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 uh, of the innovation that's happening. And we believe that the way to do that is through an open source project, something more akin to how WebKit works today, or, or, or Linux for that matter, where lots of companies can come together. And really it's about, um, really it's about who wants to contribute code. And he who contributes code is really going to help define uh, the future of the uh, direction of the technology. Code talks. Code talks. And you know, it's interesting because I, coming from the world of, connected home and smart home, you know, I've seen these battles and these spec development cycles of, of years with things like universal plug and play and, and, and DLNA. Um, but what you guys are doing, like you said, is developing code and it's open source, but also you're broader. And so you're not focusing in because for my understand, a, a lot of these previous efforts have focused in on a vertical, whereas you guys are going, okay, we're going to encompass not only the car, but the home and all these other things. Yeah, that's right. So another big differentiator of what the Alliance is trying to do is take down the walls, these artificial walls that have been put up between various verticals. So we don't, we don't only want to um, help devices talk to one another that come from different brands. As we all know, it's very rare that someone in, in, in the home has um, their TV and their washing machine and their laundry and their dishwasher and their door locks and their light bulbs and their televisions and their speakers all come from one company. It's very, very rare. Manufacturers recognize that, and they want to be part of an ecosystem. They, they don't want to be kind of left on an island. But that's not enough. It's not just about solving the problem in, in a connected home. A lot of the things that we use in our home follow us. A lot of the technologies, a lot of the services follow us. And these walls of defining a protocol just for the connected home and then a different protocol just for a connected car and then a different protocol just for healthcare and, you know, inside of hospitals and a different protocol just for education or industrial, we don't think that that necessarily makes sense. We want to have one protocol that can really help bridge across these verticals as well as across the brands. So tell me, let's, if you're a product developer, if you're someone who's developing a something that's going to be a Kickstarter, like a connected toothbrush or uh, shoes, like you said, or or you're someone in you know at a smart home product company, what does this? I mean, how what does this mean to them? Are they going to become a member of of all scene and they're going to get code they they can implement? Tell us ultimately how you can benefit them. Sure. So I think the first thing that's important to do uh, talk about is 
what is what is the Alston Alliance trying to solve? Um, and the All Join Open Source Project, which is being driven by the Alston Alliance, um, what does it do for a company that's building a connected device? So, uh, at, its, at its most simplest, All Join is a open source protocol that's designed to fit into all kinds of different devices, from the highest end, most sophisticated devices that run OSs and have lots of memory, all the way to the lowest, you know, memory-constrained, resource-constrained devices, like appliances and light bulbs and plugs and stuff like that, and allow all of these different devices across brands and verticals to discover, seamlessly discover, and talk to one another. And that happens regardless of how those devices are connected to the network. So all join is agnostic to the physical layer. Some of these devices might be connected by Wi-Fi. Some of these devices might be connected by Ethernet. Some of them might be power line. All join can be ported onto all kinds of different physical layers. And yet, when they're all on the same network, they're able to discover one another and describe their capabilities and start to do interesting things. Now, this is where oftentimes all join is... uh, not as well understood. I think many many people think that what the All Scene Alliance is trying to do is provide this protocol that at its basic is just allowing devices to discover and connect. Well, it does a lot more than that. And the best way to describe it is really to think about a parallel with what happened when smartphones came to being and that transition between feature phones and smartphones. Yep. If you think about what happened, really the OS players came in and for the first time found a way to expose the resources that had been on phones for a really long time in a consistent manner. So all of the things that we're familiar with, GPS, microphones, speakers, touchscreens, those things have been on phones for, for many years. But when OS players exposed them in a consistent way, for the first time app developers from kind of outside the mobile world came in and started to do really creative things. No one would have guessed in the mobile world that someone would turn... Uh, a phone into a flute. But when an app developer got access to things such as, you know, the microphone and the speakers and the touchscreen, they were able to turn a phone into a flute. And no one would have guessed that someone would turn a phone into a golf club swing measurement tool. But when a developer came in and got access to the gyro and the accelerometer and uh, DSP and things like that, they were able to, to turn that phone into a golf swing measurement tool. So now imagine... What will developers, what will the creative ecosystems out there do when they can start to recognize resources and capabilities that are outside just what's on the phone? And one of the most powerful things that the All Join Open Source offers is a consistent way for the physical devices around us to start to describe their capabilities um, via these consistent kind of interfaces or APIs, what we call service frameworks in all joint talk. So imagine if you can start to have devices that can recognize speakers nearby that are able to play back music, televisions that are in the house that have screens that can display notifications. Um, If they can discover light bulbs that could flash and be turned on. So going back to your example, you know, if you are a startup that's building a smoke detector, and you want that smoke detector to not just talk to its own cloud and be controlled by its own phone, but you want that smoke detector to be able to take advantage of my home stereo system to send out that alarm. If you want that smoke detector to be able to alert me that it detected smoke by flashing red light bulbs throughout the house, 
um, perhaps were hearing impaired, that smoke detector could now start to take advantage of resources outside of itself, as long as those other resources also speak all join and describe themselves. Which is a really, really powerful thing. And what we've seen is we've seen a lot of a lot of startups in the IoT space really augment their value proposition um, and almost become complex systems in the home by leveraging seemingly unrelated subsystems nearby that spoke all join. Yeah, today it's it's a custom integration, right? So you see, for example, in the smart home, which I'm pretty familiar with, you'll see guys who are making smart locks say, well, I'm going to integrate with my Wi-Fi doorbell. But that's a business development. You know, they have to get in bed and type pretty deeply and integrate and do a lot of work with the companies. But once this, some of the yeoman's work is done uh, using what you guys are doing, for example, it, this could be a lot simpler type of process where people can unlock capabilities in, in nearby nearby appliances and devices without having to go through all those uh, those deeper embeds and integrations. You're absolutely right, and that's, that's exactly the big difference. There are examples today where systems, uh, different manufacturers work together, but the way that that works is companies have gone together and done a whole lot of testing and integration, either directly or via hubs, in order to make these products work together. What happens when tomorrow another Kickstarter comes into the market and brings a really cool new kind of a device. Well, unless they go through that whole integration and test, it's not going to be part of that ecosystem. With AllJoin, if you build products with that AllJoin protocol, you can come into a space and start to be discoverable with other devices. So um, there's lots of examples where we've worked with uh, appliance makers who, for example, used AllJoin for their own purposes to be able to control their appliance, discover their appliance, and do some cool things with um, with other devices, and suddenly we bring into the environment, for example, a wearable, which the appliance maker had never seen before, and that wearable also spoke ball join. Uh, the wearable watch could then discover that appliance and control that appliance, and those companies never had to work with one another. They just employed the all join open source. So um, it's it's an extremely, extremely powerful thing, and one of the coolest things about it is the unexpected user experiences that start to manifest when you bring all of these different devices together. Because usually the guys that are building security cameras or the guys that are building door locks don't think about what would it be like if they also had a TV. Because they're not also building TVs. They're not also building speakers. When you bring all these things together and they can start to leverage the TV and leverage the speaker, it's just it's, it, it, it feels magical at times. Yeah, I think unlocking those unforeseen connections um, beyond the, the initial thought around developing this kind of standalone product, I think that's going to be huge because, like you said, if you're developing, you're kind of focused in the laser focused on developing your own product, but down the road there's unforeseen user case scenarios that could be fairly interesting. Uh, just having a wearable and having it connect to, your, to whatever device you want, uh, that's the type of stuff that could be really interesting. Yeah, that's right. I'll give you kind of a tangible example. So um, we've been working with uh, a lot of stereo equipment makers who've been building what we call all-play speakers. Um, and all-play is a, a streaming Wi-Fi audio solution that's actually based on all-join open source. And a lot of these speaker manufacturers are going to market, and their primary use case is to allow um, end users to be able to seamlessly discover if they have these streaming Wi-Fi speakers nearby, and if they do, 
then from their phone's music app, whether it's, you know, the native um, music or even uh, certain streaming native applications such as Rhapsody, you can actually get an icon that says, hey, I discovered some all-play speakers. Would you like to wirelessly stream to them? And there's lots of other really cool functionality that's built in, in there, such as the ability to group speakers together and create party modes or party zones and um, send different music to different rooms. And that's kind of the, the obvious direct value proposition of why someone would want to buy those speakers. Now, because they also speak all join, some perhaps unforeseen benefits and pleasant surprises started to, to happen. Um, we had, for example, a door lock company who also added all join and they were able to send an audio message. So whenever you op unlock the door, an audio message from your home would welcome you home through those all, sing, uh, all play speakers because they also spoke all join. Another example is when you're um, listening to that music, suddenly your wearable watch could control fast forward, stop, play. Um, again, a watch that was made from a completely different manufacturer, seemingly unrelated to the wireless speakers that you bought, suddenly works together. And then not only that, but the, the metadata of the music that you're listening to on those wireless speakers could suddenly be presented as a notification on various TVs around the house or any display that speaks all join. So you start to see the power of these you know, different devices from different consumer electronics companies from very different parts of, of, of the you know, um, high-tech industry come together to create really cool user experiences. I want to ask you about um, the physical layer. I know that um, you've talked about how it's physical layer agnostic, but can you, can you help me understand? It seems as if there was an emphasis put on, you know, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and, and perhaps it's a mis, misconception or misperception of, of mine, but it seemed like there wasn't necessarily a discussion about uh, supporting Z-Wave and Zigbee. But I've heard you talk a little bit about Zigbee. So can you kind of outline you know, the, what the alliance is doing in terms of supporting all those physical layers? Yeah, so I think the most important point here is that um, All Scene Alliance is an open source project and is welcoming members from all over the world to take the All Join open source and extend it to meet their business needs. So today, um, All Join actually works over almost any IP-based um, protocol. So we have physical layers such as um, Wi-Fi, Ethernet, Powerline, and we've shown many demos of uh, all joint working across devices connected with, with all those different physical layers. Um, technically, there's nothing stopping anyone from taking that open source project and porting it onto new physical layers such as Zigbee and Z-Wave, and we absolutely welcome companies to join the alliance and, and do some of that and contribute it back. How, how are things going? I mean, I think you launched in December of 2013, not too long ago. I mean, it was obviously percolating within Qualcomm as, as the all-join open source standard, which you guys open sourced, uh, I think, four years ago. But how are things going since the announcement of the All-Scene Alliance and in terms of new members and support, and, and what's how are things going in general? The momentum for the All Scene Alliance has has been overwhelming. Um, we're 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 extremely kind of humbled by the whole experience and pleasantly surprised, to be honest. I think that there are many folks who maybe just a year ago would have thought that 
when it comes to some of the biggest names in technology and, and consumer electronics, some of the biggest brands, people would still have a feeling of, well, I'm, I'm just interested in my own devices talking to my own devices. Um, I think that the industry has shifted pretty quickly, and, and most companies have c- come to the realization that it's very rare that someone has everything in, in, in their home from one manufacturer. So we've been getting... Um, extremely positive responses. In in less than four months, we have over 41 companies who have joined the alliance. Um, There's many more announcements to come. We're talking to um, many more companies from some of the, you know, biggest appliance makers to more consumer electronics and uh, um, industrial players who are showing lots of interest in, in, in sharing the values and the mission of what the Allsing Alliance is trying to do. How deep are you guys going to get into building awareness around um, all scene and all joint brand? If you are, um, a, for example, a company who makes products, are you guys um, interested in building awareness around this is all joint compatible or all scene compatible? Um, are you interested in doing something essentially what Wi Fi did and, you know, everyone, Wi Fi is a household name, right? And everyone understands what that means. Are you looking to build that level of awareness even to the end consumer or that's something you don't necessarily have uh, as part of your mission? That's an excellent question. Thank you. Um, we absolutely care about that. And the alliance right now is in the middle of defining our compliance and mark program. So the goal is to have a mark that any device out there, regardless of you know the type of vertical it's in, which uh, is leveraging the Aldrin open source um, would have on their on their box or on their device to let consumers know that it's an all seen alliance compatible um, type of device. And we really think that this represents kind of the next generation of smart, more intelligent Internet of Things devices, uh, a device that's part of a larger ecosystem. And um, we're hoping that all the manufacturers that are currently looking to um, build devices with this coming to market will want to have that mark on, on it. So stay tuned. The Alliance is defining that program and defining the requirements. And as soon as that's ready, that we're going to make that public and uh, work with all the manufacturers to try to get that out. Can I go to the store today? Can I go to Best Buy or whatever store and, and buy a product with uh, all join code in it? Yeah, so there's been several announcements so far that have been public public about the devices that are going to be launching or have launched with AllJoin, and these are global products uh, available in various parts of the world. Um, one of the first was actually made by Hi-Air, um that uh, some of their air conditioners are AllJoin enabled. LG has announced that uh, their HDTVs, um, all the new HDTVs are AllJoin enabled, and they're even going to be uh, um, providing software updates for those of us that have LG TVs at home that will bring uh, AllJoin enablement to existing televisions. I think five or six different um, speaker companies announced that CES this year uh, that they'll be launching all play speakers and all of those will be all joint compatible. Um, and uh, there's, there's a whole lot more coming. Hey, well, thanks for giving us an update on what's going on with all, the all seen Alliance and all join. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Leot Benzor. I hope you learned a little bit about Allseen. And again, you can find out more about what they're doing at allseenalliance.org. You can also find more about the Smart Home Show at technology.fm 
or just look for The Smart Home Show and subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Hey, everyone, thanks for listening. Keep listening to future Smart Home Shows. My name is Michael Wolf. We'll talk to you soon.